one of my favorite parts of American end-of-year culture has always been those best-of retrospectives, best books of 2022, best music, best movies, the Spotify rap. I don't know if any of you had a Spotify rap. In the pandemic, my kids were all using my account, and it turned out I, I didn't realize how much Lizzo and Lana Del Rey I had been listening to all year long till I got the rap. We wanted this service to be a gift to you, to all of us here or streaming in, to slow down time, to sing together, to acknowledge the joy of being alive, and to reflect on this calendar year 2022. When Jonathan and I were in college, we would go every Friday night to the Hillel services, and our rabbi always started the services with this meditation where he would call, he would sing out the days of the week, and we were supposed to remember everything that we could remember about that day, and he'd start out, Monday, Tuesday, and I was always amazed that on Friday, I had no memory of what had happened on Tuesday, and it only got worse after that, because our lives are so busy, so many of our lives are busy, there's just really not time built in for reflection, remembering, savoring, learning. So imagine a, a 2022 intonation of January 2022, February 2022. It was just in this past year that Russia invaded Ukraine. Iranians rose up in protest after the regime murdered a young woman for wearing her headscarf incorrectly. But also, scientists were able to pinpoint for the first time how star formation in our galaxy began. The first female referee worked a men's World Cup game. We saw the first person of color head a British government. On the Jewish front this year, along with a steep rise in acts of violence against people simply for being Jewish, we saw a rise in celebrity anti-Semitism. But we also saw a rise in Jewish stand-up comedians, including Modi, Jessica Kirsten, and Elon Gold. Israel normalization efforts with the Arab world continued. Deborah Lipstadt this past year was at long last confirmed as the State Department's envoy to combat and monitor anti-Semitism. College basketball phenom Ryan Terrell, Yeshiva U, class of 22, led the nation in scoring and aims to be the first Orthodox Jew in the NBA. This all comes from the Jewish forward. This year got off to a terrible start. Only 15 days into 2022, a gunman entered a synagogue in Texas and took four Jews hostage until Rabbi Charlie Citron Walker courageously got everyone out alive. One thing I'll never forget about that horrific story is how the perpetrator demanded to speak to a rabbi that he thought 
was the most powerful Jewish figure in America. And the rabbi he chose was a Korean-American female reform rabbi, my friend, Rabbi Angela Buchdahl. Really, it boggles the mind. There are so many lenses for reviewing these past 12 months. World events, Jewish events, personal events. What happened to you this past year? What were your greatest moments? And how did you get through the rough ones? How did you grow as a person? How did you make a difference, even in small ways? In the weekly Torah portion, as Jonathan mentioned, we see the unfolding of Joseph's life from his dad's favorite little boy to an obnoxious teenager to multiple low points in his young adult life to wiser adulthood. Joseph went from the pit to the prison to the palace. Over the course of his life, he grew to understand his role on earth as God's partner in choosing life-affirming holy work in the face of injustice. This Shabbat, if you can, when it's very rainy out there, because we all just prayed fervently for more rain, take some time to read the Torah portion, Vayigash. It's, it's on your phone. In it, there's a devastating famine Joseph's brothers do not recognize the brother they once threw into the pit and then sold into slavery, who is now the Pharaoh's second-hand man. But Joseph recognizes his brothers. Hearing Brother Judah's empathic speech, Joseph sees that his brothers have changed. Joseph has changed. Joseph bursts into tears, and as if the little boy still inside cries out, I'm Joseph, is my father still alive? The Torah tells us that Joseph's sobs were so loud they could be heard all, all around. As we close out this chapter called 2022, and we prepare ourselves to open a new chapter called 2023, this story reminds us of three things. One, we humans have a lot of emotions, and sometimes we really do need to cry. Two, we humans are capable of change. And three, we humans can be God's angels on earth. We find God's presence in the good that we do in a day, and in the tending and mending of our relationships and our world. Jewish practice also needs constant tending. Last Shabbat on the Bima, when our beautiful teens sang the service, I quoted this Jewish baker from Los Angeles who described why he continues making sufganiyot, jelly donuts, every single year, even though for months after he is just bathed in the smell of oil. Baker Doug Weinstein said simply, I am the current steward of this legacy. And that's true for each one of us right now. And you can say it to yourself. I am the current steward 
of this legacy. Use this Shabbat, these last 48 hours, as a personal gift of time to reflect. In addition to your favorite books, songs, podcasts, TikToks of 2022, how have you changed this past year? And how do you hope to keep growing in 2023? How can we create more time to laugh and more time to cry? What else can we do to bring joy and to bring justice to others? What needs tending and mending? And how can each one of us be a steward of our Jewish legacy? 2023 is an unwritten story. Anything can happen. May this Shabbat of reflecting, remembering, and celebrating. Then may we, determined as Joseph, enter 2023 as stewards of our legacy and angels of God during this lovely, brief time on earth. <laughs>